Florida COVID-19 cases get exposed as being totally wrong. A COVID-19 nurse exposes the overwhelmed hospital media hoax, and Nick Cannon is a full-on black supremacist. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today and more. Now let's get into this. So Nick Cannon says that white people are a little less closer to animals, the true savages, and act out of defiance, so the only way they can act is evil. Comment below if you think Nick Cannon is literally a black supremacist. Now let's watch. Then let's go. Let's let's go to what it really is. Then when we talk about the power of melanated people, when we talk mm-hmm. about who we really are as guys, and, and understanding right. that our melanin is so power and it connects us in a way that the reason why they fear black, the reason why they fear is because they the lack that they have of it. So then when you see what you know, Doctor uh, Francis C. Wellesling talked about is that fear in that 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 uh, genetic that annihilation efficiency of mm-hmm. when you have a person that has ha- has the lack of pigment the right. lack of melanin right that they know that they will be annihilated so therefore however they got the power they they, they have the lack of compassion mm-hmm. that mel- melanin comes with compassion melanin comes with soul that mm-hmm. we call it we call it soul we soul brothers and sisters that's the me- real quick the melanin in your skin does not change any anything else besides the makeup of your actual skin tone. So I don't know if Nick Cannon is trying to make um, a biological distinction or maybe a psychological distinction where when you do have a different colored skin, you act differently to different colored people. But it doesn't make any sense because you would think white people would act the same exact way to other white people. It, it, it's, it's actually it's just ridiculous to even try to comprehend this melanin that connects us. Right. so the people that don't have it have are are a little and I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully <laughs> are a little less and 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 where the term actually comes from because i'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to minister farrakhan to where they may not have the compassion or the the when they were sent to the mountains of caucasus when they when they didn't have the power of the sun that was that the sun then started to deteriorate mm-hmm. them. So then they're acting out of fear. That real quick, but I have to pause it. But it it sounds like Nick Cannon is trying so hard to make a philosophical point on skin tone and racial issues, and it's actually just in, in, insane. Like whatever he's saying, he doesn't even have a coherent thought on what he's saying, and none of it makes any sense. And I'm actually thinking he might be on tons of drugs at this moment. Acting out of low self-esteem, they're acting out of a, a deficiency. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. The only way they can they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. They had because they're in these Nordic mountains. They're in these rough 
uh, torrential environment. Mm. So they, they're acting as animals. Right. So they're the ones that are actually close. Real quick, what he said kind of makes a tiny bit of sense. Not really at all, but I kind of get the point that he's trying to go with. Whereas your geological location and based on where you live changed your behavior as, uh, I guess, an, more of a nationality and, and how you developed in those areas. That, that does make kind of sense because if you're from a Nordic country, you're used to different standards. You're listening to different... Um, weather factors maybe culturally you grow up and you're more hunter gather more of hunters than gatherers and you you kind of change a little bit differently in that sense that does make some kind of sense but it has nothing to do with melatonin in the skin i mean if i want to use that argument to him we can say okay in the nordic countries they needed to they raped and pillaged and and destroyed and, and hunted whatever they did you know they were vikings i can say the same exact negative things about tribes in africa that are literally still the same tribes in Africa that they've been for thousands of years, living in teepee huts, and they can't even get water. I mean, like, I, I could, we can, if we want to make that negative distinction against people of different parts of the world, yeah, you can find a negative at any point in, in history, at, at any point of anybody in, in the world, and, but none of that has to do with melatonin in the skin. If anything, it has to do with regional differences closer to animals they're the ones that are actually the true savages and then they built up such this this i don't want to say warrior my girlfriend's yelling at me saying i said it was melatonin um i uh it's melanin i don't know what i was saying but i might have just said it wrong but they built up such this 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 conquering mm -hmm. uh barbaric mentality all right so he he's attributing white people being barbaric and destructive to i guess the nordic countries um i mean obviously one that doesn't hold out through um two there's just the history of every single race in existence the history of, of just any tribe almost anything just about anything in existence any type of people have a history of conquering uh, their neighbors and conquering other villages and conquering other tribes and, un and other uh, Indian huts or whatever you you can bring that same part of history into anything it's it's just like saying that uh, California is stolen land and then you equate that uh, to how America is evil and white people are evil because we stole the land from the Native Americans but where did those Native Americans steal the land from they stole them from other Native Americans and those Native Americans stole them from other Native Americans and so on and then what, maybe we can get somewhere in Mexico where we stole something from Mexico or they stole, you know what I mean? Like you can find something, something's always been stolen by somebody. And it's when you even take these liberals and if you say, okay, um, we stole this land from, from this Native American tribe. We're going to give it back. And guess what? Now you're a part of that tribe because you're living on their land that we stole. So now you're Native American, whatever the tribe would be. And then they would be mad at the tribe that they stole it from and that these people would just never be happy it's just the this this is the mentality of the left is that they're not happy people they're very cynical they're they're i don't want to say evil it's just they're always looking for problems because they feel like fighting for justice gives them purpose in life and they feel like they believe they're fighting for good and that's the purpose that they have in life because when you're a basement dweller with no job you're making really low income you have no no real friends you have 
no significant other, you're a loser, and you find that purpose in life by having a problem with every single thing that's going on. And you you find other people that are losers like you, and that is your community. Stolen land, that is my community of people. We're all friends, we're all equally losers and freaks together, and we're fighting for this one common good, and it gives them a sense of purpose. They don't actually care about the good. I mean, there's no good really in what anything that they're doing. They don't care about that stuff. They're just looking for a sense of purpose in life, and that is it. So this COVID-19 nurse exposes the overwhelmed hospital media hoax. Now listen to this. So I'm becoming extremely frustrated when I keep seeing headlines like the one listed behind me uh, and not the reasons that you probably think would upset me being a nurse working directly on a COVID-19 floor. So the first thing is just the way that it's even phrased, saying this is going to leave COVID-19 patients waiting in the ER. And yeah, that's true. But it's also going to leave every other fucking patient waiting in the ER too. But what upsets me is that I've been a nurse for seven years and every single year for three to four straight months during flu season, my hospital is running at damn near 100% capacity with 80 to 90 patients waiting in the ER, waiting to be seen, diverting our trauma patients, our heart attack patients to other hospitals because we don't have the space for them. And I am by no means a health expert, but I would definitely consider that overwhelmed. Not once have I seen any sort of government intervention. So if you're going to say you care about us being overwhelmed and the burden on the healthcare system, then you should probably care about us every fucking winter when we're going through the same damn thing. Exactly, exactly. You know why, Mr. Nurse? The, 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 the reason why, I'm sure he knows this, the reason why that it's only relevant now, the only reason why people care about the overwhelmed hospitals now is because it serves a political purpose. Because there was never a care for overwhelming hospitals in the past. If you go on YouTube and you type in uh, any given year, flu season, hospital overwhelmed, uh, you will find tons and tons of media reports of hospitals being overwhelmed from regular seasonal flu seasons. None of those videos of which have any amount of views. But they're there because they're just reports that are done locally and nobody cares. So the general public does not understand that hospitals are typically always overwhelmed or at capacity. And the ICU units are always, uh, f- not, not always, but a lot of times in, in the busier areas full. And they have to expand the ICU units. They need to expand the hospital resources. It's not something uncommon. But what the media and what the left is trying to do is they're trying to to take what is very common and attributing attribute these common problems to a COVID-19 outbreak. That's why they constantly test you. That's why they can they can say, "Oh, um, you know, 30% of the hospital ICU beds are filled with COVID-19 patients." And when in reality is it's only like 1 or 5% actually has a severe illness of COVID-19. The others are just in there that just have COVID-19, but they're in there for a broken arm, they're in there from a car accident, they're in there from a heart attack, completely stuff that's unrelated. And that's how they twist and warp the headlines, that's how they twist and warp the data. Look, Texas opened up, look, Florida opened up, and their hospitals are overwhelmed. Um, Well, it looks like they just returned to normal from reopening the economy. Whereas when we were on lockdowns, the hospitals were ghost towns and completely empty. Now we're just reopening up and going back to normal capacity levels because we're normally always operating these hospitals at at a high capacity. So people are waking up to the mainstream media hoax. People are waking up to this liberal BS that they're feeding us. It's... Yes, we get it. There, There is a virus out there. Yes, we get it. There is a virus that's killing people out there, but it does not warrant 
full economic shutdown. It does not warrant all these lies and misinformation and all this slander being promoted by the mainstream media. And nothing that we're doing holds any basis in the sense of reality with these lockdowns, with, with everything that we're doing, the masks, the preventative measures. None of it holds any basis in reality of science to be preventative and actually save people's lives. Because eventually, we're going to have to get the herd immunity. And what we're doing is we're just dragging it out for economic damage, and that's exactly what the deep state Democrats want. Orlando Health admits that COVID-19 numbers are totally wrong, says it shows a 98% positive rate, but it's actually 9.4%. This explains the current outbreak in Florida. Now we're going to break down the Fox 35 investigative report. So in Orlando, Florida, after Fox 35 News noticed errors in the state's report on positivity rates, the Florida Department of Health said that some laboratories have not been reporting negative test data to the state. Countless labs have reported a 100% positivity rate, which means every single person tested was positive. Other labs had very high positivity rates. Fox 35 News found that testing sites like the one local central care reported that 83 people were tested and all tested positive. The, NF, the NCF diagnosis in Alcuca uh, reported 88% of tested were positive. How could that be? Fox 35 investigated these uh, astronomical numbers contacting every local location mentioned in the report. The report shows that Orlando Health had a 98% positivity rate. However, when Fox 35 contacted the hospital, they confirmed errors in the report. Orlando Health's positivity rate is only 9.4%, not 98%. The report also showed that Orlando Veterans Medical Center had a positivity rate of 76%. A spokesperson for the VA told Fox that uh, on Tuesday that this did not reflect their numbers and the positivity rate for the center was actually 6%. So Fox News 35 went to speak to the Florida Department of Health on Tuesday. They confirmed that although private and public laboratories are required to receive positive and negative results to the state immediately some have not. Significantly, they said that the smaller labs, okay. So what does this tell us? This tells us that we're getting an increased rate in the positivity rate in Florida. And it could mean that we're also getting an inflated count of how many people are actually testing positive. So the CDC guidelines for a test positive um, is now including presumptive cases. So if one person uh, tests positive, that can turn into 17 confirmed cases, and this reclassification and this redefinition would lead to an increase. Also, wrong data and wrong information will also lead to an increase because what we're seeing is nobody's dying, and that's something that's harder to uh, overinflate, whereas we know the deep state and we know the Democrats and we know the hospitals have been inflating that death count with with COVID-19 and not from COVID-19. So, so they have been inflating that number there. But guess what? Less people are dying now because the regular flu season is over. And I guess because of lockdowns, just less people were you know, getting hit by cars. Um, so that is becoming harder and harder for them to inflate that death count. But what I am worried about is that so many, you know, and here's another thing is when you have the presumptive cases 
of 17 from one confirmed case and you're marking those 17 as confirmed cases, you don't really know who any of those people are. So when they get hit by a car and or they show up to the emergency room from a heart attack, uh, that person no longer has that marker on them for a COVID-19 case because their positive result was never truly attached to them where that positive result was just attached to the, the person prior that was infected. So when that person shows up, they can no longer mark it as that person died with COVID-19 because they never actually did test positive. So it's becoming harder and harder for them to finesse the death rate number. That's why we're seeing it decline. And that's why we're seeing it between 10 and 30 every single day in the entire state of New York. While we're still on lockdowns, it's just we're just dragging it out. And uh, so I leave you with don't buy into the BS. I know you guys watching aren't buying into the BS, but we need to stay cunning. We need to, we need to stay thinking. We, we know. We know when something's wrong. We can just see the inconsistency in data. The Democrats and the liberals, I'm talking about the voters, they're not privy and not able to understand inconsistencies in data, inconsistencies in the science, inconsistencies in the reporting. They can't understand that where they just take everything at face value as long as it supports their narrative, where what we're saying is, huh, well, yeah, you're right. The, the hospitals are increasing. Yeah, you're right. The cases are increasing. Now let's look at why and to figure out why that's increasing and then figure out now because that's increasing, what does that mean? Is that coming from COVID? Is it making COVID... A massive impact is it leading to more deaths what was leading to this increase and what we find out is one the numbers are bs two if the numbers aren't bs and it's black lives matter and three if if it's not black lives matter it's definitely at least not reopening the economy so when you break everything down even in the democrats worst case scenario there's still no basis for still shutting down the economy even if you say to them, yeah, you know what? There was an outbreak. These numbers are 100% real. Yeah, you know what? Maybe the deaths are going to go up. But what was the only thing that changed when the outbreak started? Oh, the Black Lives Matter protests. There's still no reason for you to shut down the economy. So even when you take their worst case scenario in their mind, there's still no case for shutting down the economy. If you support my show and want to help support me financially, the left has been actively trying to destroy my life financially. So if you can please join my Patreon, patreon.com slash joeysalas. A link should be in the description. If you can become a Patreon and contribute any amounts, that will go a long way to help me out. Thank you so much.